1: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robet. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from hell of sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls without barriers listen to the bright side from hello sunshine on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
2: all right can we talk about for a second what we're going to talk about dude what are we talking about we're going to talk about the convention no just talk to me you act like you're talking <clears throat> about, what are we talking about
3: we're going to talk about the convention. Sore losers convention. Yeah, and I want to know what you said. You said it to me earlier this morning, and I've been I've been thinking about it all morning.
2: You I said, said that you, it's the smartest you, you, thing you said, and you're dead right about you it.
3: You said you are dead right. Save it for the podcast, and you were spot on. And yeah. I'm like, what in the world? I'm spot on on so many things. So I don't know why you think this is the first thing I'm spot on on. I've been racking myself trying to figure it out. Right I am, there. and we got someone. Uh, we got. Uh, Post on the Facebook page, anyone want to split an Airbnb with Cat Dick? No one? Okay, cool. I guess I'll stay with the bum at the gas station with the subway.
2: (laughs) There's going to start to be some hooking up, especially if they're splitting rooms and Airbnbs, and some people are driving together from Missouri. No way. Yes. yes. I saw one guy from Wichita said, hey, anybody from the area are going to be driving? I'm thinking about driving to the convention. So we'll see. Okay, so anything else? I'm just curious, just so I oh, know.
3: And I also have uh, the team snacks. Our season came to an end, and I may have got uh, balls put in my face. I may have been, like, dick slapped. Like, See, I'm,
2: that's interesting. But sometimes when we talk about the soccer stuff, Justin says he's out. But it could be because he's not a soccer fan.
3: No, no, it has nothing to do with soccer. Like, this is more about, like, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, and you're just going to be like, damn, you got you got dick slapped.
2: Arnold, you over there? You going to the convention?
0: Yeah, I can't wait! January 12th through the 14th!
2: And people are saying they're staying
3: till Monday and coming on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I thought we learned from Vegas that Thursday night does not work because these guys go so hard that they are just dead on Friday and Saturday. But oh, a follow up to Cat Dick's post about anyone want to split a Airbnb with Cat Dick? No one? Okay, cool. I'll stay with the bum at the gas station in the subway. He put, I mean, there has got to be a female going through some tough times with her man and just wants to go to Nashville to have a great time. We should book an Airbnb for sure. Nothing crazy would happen. I promise.
2: <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with going hogging. You ready?
3: <laughs> and then Kat, someone said, I'm coming alone and would love to uh, get an Airbnb. And Cat Nick goes, who are your college and pro football teams? Let's get real here. I need to know who they are. <laughs> What the cat dick? Like, if they. I'll be honest, I don't have a favorite. I'm only interested in football because of my fantasy league. You just gained three hot points.
2: <laughs> Wait, that's dick. just them talking on the Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let's start it. All right, we're right no one it. Live. we are the one, two, three,
3: sore losers. Go. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions. Because I'm
2: pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizen From the north, I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Baser, my wife. We do have a white picket fence. Also the name of our division in fantasy football. 2.5 kids in the freezer at Vanderbilt. And I will probably die of a heart attack when I'm 72, sadly. Uh, I was just checking. I accidentally deleted the text between me and Justin. They were absolutely hilarious. There is no accidentally deleting because you do it every single day. So if you know they're hilarious and you want to read them on the podcast, just save them for one day. Dude, you don't understand. And everybody now gets bombarded by text messages. You're OCD about text. But, bro, I'm on a text thread from my parents. that My grandparents are in on it. There's f- friends of theirs. I get 50 text messages a day from people I don't even know who they are. So it's my dad. He's getting like a synthetic shot in his hip to try and help the pain because he's been having back problems. Oh, Everybody, we're praying for you. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord guide the doctor's hand as he gives you that shot. All these things just keep firing in. So when I read it, I delete. And then that carries over to Justin's. I, I understand. Read
3: it, so I but it. if you know Justin has funny stuff, funny commentary, save it for a day. <laughs> it's not that
2: hard. It's not like your phone is going to blow up. Because you have a couple text messages in there. Well, the latest between him is he left Boston, Boston Children's, and he went to Michigan for a little while. Yes. Unemployed. But I go. no,
3: that's not good.
2: Right. Because he just wanted to see family. And I said, hey, man, did you think about this ahead of time and save up some money? And he goes, I did, but not a lot. (laughs) I think the funds are running low. And he was asking us if we can get him a job at Bell's Bluff. And I was like, seriously? (laughs) We can get him a job at the local Muni. (laughs) You get free golf. That's right. You work a shift, you get free golf. That place sucks right now, man. I haven't been. I went with South Beach when he was in town. How was that? South Beach beat my ass. So we're now one and one.
3: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: he's back. And he uses my clubs. He comes to town. He has no clubs. They charge me $6 because South Beach has no clubs.
3: Yeah, they usually make you rent a clubs because they don't want you which I don't understand. It doesn't take any longer if you're really sharing clubs because you're usually waiting for the other person to hit anyway. You're not both going to hit the ball at the same time. So you could literally drive to that person's ball. They can use the seven iron, get in the cart, drive to your ball. You can use the seven iron. What does it take? An extra 30 seconds per hole. So we're talking about nine minutes per round. Doesn't seem that inconvenient to me. But rules are rules and you got to follow the rules
2: and six dollar fee on a bag i mean guys i mean you could have made it 45 why would they do a six dollar fee and then enforce it you're wasting your breath but the dude comes in i tell south beach before he comes to town i go hey dude are you still homeless or did you get your clubs from texas it takes 40 dollars to ship sticks them and he goes no dude i don't got them but we'll be good the guy comes into the club clubhouse at our spot and he goes hey your buddy needs clubs you owe me six bucks i'm like South Beach, you son of a bitch. I was South like, Beach, I j- you paid the $6. I'm, Why do I pay it? I'm like, I told you we were going to get in trouble for it. What's next? Did you tell him we brought our own beer? I mean, did he? Yes, we did. But Nobody you, tell him that? I got it concealed. It's all hidden. Okay, you didn't tell him. We almost got, I mean, yeah. What else are we going to get in trouble for at the muni? With that said, I'm done with that, place. Don't be done with it. No, because they don't do, the guy tells me. I roll up, South Beach comes in from Cincinnati, and I go, all right, man, we'll walk on. The guy goes, nope, not taking any more walk-ons. On a Friday. Oh, kind of busy. That's I, tough. And I go, oh, okay. So I just, and he goes, yeah, not taking any more. Okay. I mean, So I called all these other ones. Oh, no, we need two bags. Okay, we don't have that. Uh, Tea time's only at four. Okay, what are we going to do for four hours? Uh, four, we're going to play in a hole and a half, and then it's going to be dark outside. Awesome. Sounds like fun. Twilight, cool. Can't wait. Glow balls? Got it. And so I'm waiting outside, and then there's a marshal lady, and I go, hey, this line's moving a little bit. Can we get in on here? I'm trying to get his employer against him, the guy from the Oh, yeah, us. you're
3: starting to, to fight, sort of like I had the guys when the illegal
2: netting was happening. There you go. Illegal netting. Not go, illegal Not going to go get you him. Go you go You go get him. Yeah, not going to happen. So the lady goes, yeah, the line's moving. You should be good. And I go, well, the guy inside said it's an hour and a half wait, and they weren't even taking any more people on. And she goes, really? Really? And then he comes out, and I go, "Yeah, I mean the lines moving. I'm talking, dude. So I'm trying to bring these two together. Yes. <laughs> well, then we got in line and we rocked it. That's great. I know. How long
3: did it take you to play the nine holes? Because we we're out there a while. That's the problem. That's when what it,
2: it's getting too bombarded with the Belmont Billies and the Vandy Victor's.
3: Yeah, and that's the whole the whole Friday thing is tough because it's so freaking busy. If you don't get there before noon, it is slammed because everybody. Leaves at lunch. They 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 go to work for like three hours, and then at
2: lunch they check out, and they head to the local muni. And what do you think? Dick had the guy that told me I needed the six dollar bag. He comes at me again. Oh boy! As we're lined up, hmm. get, what does he hit me with? As we're lined up. As you're lined up. So the no cooler a beer. We already had that all hidden away and everything. The clubs that was taken care of. So what other thing could he? This now be the second thing that he's annoyed the piss out of me about. Third, I guess if you want to count the clubs, no tea time. This.
3: This is, um, Who
2: you skipped the line. good yeah, close. But he goes, oh, uh, you're, you're pairing up with those people in front of you, right? So we're going to go four deep. Yeah, that's how it works, right? I know, but he hits me with that. I mean, bro, I've never seen a Marshall there in three years. And in the last week that I was there, within 10 minutes, I'd seen him three times. F off. I I have a place I'm going to in North Nashville now. I'm done. I'm done with this local muni. Out Bennett. I ain't in it. My name's Paul. It's up to y'all. <laughs> My name's Duck. Fuck y'all. <laughs> My Brudel. name's Ben. I've been done. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I've been. It's dunsies.
3: <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny that you, you you were upset that they made you pair up to, to create a foursome when it's jam packed. That is not a big deal. It's fine,
2: but he hits me with the. Uh, he's looking at me. He's observing me. He's coming to, to kind of tail me a little yeah, bit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He is following I'm you like, around. i what are
2: you, a PI dude? Get in your box.
3: I did go play golf yesterday and I didn't go to the local muni. I went to a different place. Right. I made extra money at work. Well, I called them the day before and I'm like, Hey, can I make a tee time? I want to come out around 1230. They said, yeah. How many players? Of course, Mr. Box. And I said one because no one can go play. On a Tuesday, they're not going to be able to make it. It's just me. I just want to get on the T-sheet, put me in a group, let me play. Let me fend a cook. And he says, oh, man, I I actually don't put singles on the (laughs) 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 T-sheet. Like, what do you mean you don't put singles on the T-sheet? So what happens, he says, I'm looking at the T-sheet right now, man. It is wide open uh, from noon until 2.30. You. You should be able to come out tomorrow and it be no problem. Bullseye. And I said, great. But here's the problem. If I'm not on the T-sheet in the next 24 hours, what if it fills up? And I come out there as a single. My oh, other buddy is AI. That's his name. Sorry, you're not on the T-sheet. Oh, yeah, you know why I'm not on the T-sheet? Because you said no singles on the T-sheet. So it makes no sense. Their rule makes no sense. I agree with you. Absolutely no sense. Fine. Cool. I'll just show up. So I drive out there yesterday. Get in there. All right, honey, pick me up later. You know what I mean? Cool, thanks. Golf music. Yeah, wife drops me off, and there's two foursomes right in front of me. And I, he's like, oh, yeah, you should be able to go right after them. So I get they, they let one foursome go, and then I'm just sitting there, and there's another foursome. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, this foursome will let me tee off before they go because they're a foursome, and they realize I'm a one.
2: Anywhere you go, that's accepted.
3: Accepted. No, not going to happen. They tee off. And so then I had to play so freaking slow because I'm by myself. Fine. No problem. I hadn't played in like two and a half weeks. There was a thing called COVID I got. And so I wasn't hitting it that great. Wasn't hitting it that great. The driver was working pretty well. The irons, not so much.
2: Puff for dough, Ray. Drive for show.
3: Yeah. And so if I'm hitting a bad shot, okay, cool. I'll drop down another ball, hit another shot. Just, just Breakfast to get... ball. Two no, off the deck. No, not even breakfast ball. I would keep the score of the first ball. It was just to practice the shots because I have a foursome in front of me, so it's going to take forever anyway. Man, even that. I'd play three hole, three balls, one hole sometimes, <laughs> and I'd still be just sitting there waiting.
2: Good job, self. Hey, good job, number one. Cool. Good job, two.
3: That second golfer
2: is always the better ah! golfer. Yeah, cool. Now I'm talking to myself. <laughs> this is getting weird. Um, <laughs> hey, good shot, man. Hey, good. yeah, yep, be good shot, B. There's a couple
3: times I pull up on the tee box and they're still there and they still don't let me play through, even if playing
2: three balls. Me, myself, cool. and Irene. Yeah, we're all square through three.
3: It's cool. Uh, Irene's taking the lead. <laughs> she only double. She double bogeyed that last one. We quaded, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. So then I'm pulling up to number nine and I hear hey man hey man I'm like oh yeah what's up and there's two of them are walkers too and they're playing the tips so they got a long way to walk Mm -hmm. they're like hey are you playing nine or eighteen I was like eighteen man I'm not a bitch I play (laughs) eighteen and he goes we're gonna stop for hot dogs you go ahead and go play through man like, you can go ahead and play through. No problem. We're going to grab a hot dog. Where were you? Oh, really? What if I wanted to get a hot dog? So now <laughs> I
2: want a pork missile.
3: So now I'm not allowed to get a pork missile yeah. because you're stopping and you want me to play through. So my stomach has to be on empty while you stop and eat your hot dog. You could have let me play through a long time ago and I could have got a pork missile on the way to the back and never had any problem. But no, don't worry. I won't stop. I'll just keep on driving and I'll go to number 10. So... I bogey number nine, cool, and I drive, and as I'm pulling up to 10, there's another single. I'm like, where the hell did this guy come from? May have jumped on. 100%. <laughs> Maybe by me, dude. And I pull up, and he looks at me and goes, hey, man, I'll be gone faster than you knew I was even here.
2: You from around
3: here, partner? said, cool, man. Go for it. And he goes... So then it's just two singles back-to-back. I'm thinking I'm just going to fly through this back nine. Cool. I got to wait on that guy because he's not gone as fast as he's going to be there. Whatever whatever the hell he said. I forgot his line. I'll be (laughs) gone faster than you knew I was here. That was his line. Great.
2: What does that mean?
3: And then I play the first two holes on the back nine, and then the third one's a par three, and I hit it. Oh, come on. Get there. Get there. Oh, just short in the sand. Damn it slice. As I'm pulling, no, it was straight, but it
2: was just, it just a little bit short. Well, I mean, if the bunker is to the side, it's technically a slice. That's true.
3: Whatever. Anyways, he, as I'm pulling up to the green, he's hey, man, hey, hey! And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, you want to finish that hole and just go ahead and play with me? Where's the fire? I'm like, yeah, man, that's great. Sounds good. He goes, alright, I'll wait for you. Cool. So he waits on the tee box, and I finish the hole. Hey, man, you lunchbox. And he gets up there. Hey, man. My name's Miles. Nice to meet you, Miles. Garrett? No, not Miles Garrett. And he's like, I'm not very good. I hope you don't mind. I'm like, no, that's fine, man. I'm not good either. Don't worry about it. He steps up on that tee box and whack. Smokes a driver down the middle. All right. Way down the middle. Let's play ball. And I'm like, oh, not that good. He goes, yeah, one day I can shoot a 76. The next day I'll shoot a 90. I'm like, what? You said you suck. He goes, yeah, man. I mean, some days I'm shooting 76, but huh, some days I struggle and I shoot 90. Oh, so you fin the cook. I'm like, well, that's, not, that's the opposite of suck, man. <laughs> I said, sometimes I shoot a 90 and then I shoot a 115. So that's suck. <laughs> but cool, man. Cool. We'll play. And. We play a little bit, and he's like, oh, yeah, I work out here, man, so I just get off, and then I jump on and play. Oh, that's why you just came out on the back nine. He goes, yeah, you know, the front nine looked kind of crowded, so I just figured I'd jump on the back nine. Genius. That makes sense. Cool. We need to work there. So we start talking, and he's like, oh, oh by the way, man, what do you do?
2: I'm like, he knows.
3: He knows. He, he absolutely he put it together, took him a couple holes. You taught
2: you know. me I'm Lunchbox with my
3: pants down. So. Cool, we talk about it, whatever. And then
2: Yeah, I'd love to FaceTime your wife.
3: No, then it then then this this is the moment it happened. You know what I mean? We're on number
2: sixteen. Yeah, you're gonna run out of holes here eventually. A lot's happened in these. Back no, no. Seven. This
3: is where it gets this is where it gets like, what do you do? He says, Dude, we should exchange numbers. We can play golf together. Not a bad idea.
2: You need that second one. You need that second one.
3: And it, but it's like, you don't really know this. You know what I mean? It was just like one of those moments like, ah, what do I do? Do I give him the number? Do I not give him the number? I still have three holes to play with him, 16, 17, and 18.
2: So if I say no, it's going to be awkward for the next three holes. You can fake number the guy. Act like you're putting it in your phone. I'll text you, man. You get in your car, you're out. You never text him. Yeah, but he works there. Oh.
3: That's the problem. You go back, he's going to be hey, man, like some reason the number,
2: it is not working. This guy at our old Muni all tatted up. I told him I'd text him. A year later, he's still probably waiting for that text. And he was like, don't worry, man. I won't be that weird guy that
3: hits you up and asks you for concert tickets. And I was like, I ain't worried about it. I'd just ignore it. (laughs) I said, he goes, I won't be like South Beach. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's
2: making South Beach references. He goes, With South Beach in town.
3: He was like, I mean, I mean. No, no, I mean, I just, I, no, I don't, I mean, I've been to South Beach, and I was like.
2: He knows too much.
3: All right. And I'm like, all right, man, here's my number. And
2: I gave him my number. Oh, man. You must have liked him a little bit. Oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. And he
3: texted me this morning, how's your day going? I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> I said, I thought you weren't going to text me. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not. My bad. Have a good day.
2: Send me a pic of your wife.
3: And that's it, man. That was my day at the golf wow. course.
2: Wow. Didn't play that well. We didn't even tease that. That just came out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I didn't play that well, but it was, it, was, it was a good day at the golf course. Yeah, my last time playing, dude, it's one of those where you don't even want to play the game again.
3: It, it, it There was shots like that, and then there was holes that I was just like smoking the ball, and I was like, man, I'm good at golf. And then I'd freaking, a par five, I'm freaking 75 yards out after two shots to the right, try to chip it to the right, chip it short, takes three chips to get on the green. It's like, God.
1: Oh,
2: bless America. My frustration isn't
1: even that. That that.
3: that, that (coughs) Puma Cobra cut wedge, it wasn't working yesterday. That
2: one's good. It didn't work yesterday. You know my, not Cobras, you know my Bomba Tech ones that cut into the ground? Yeah. Dude, if that ground's a little marshy, a little bit wet, I'm talking an inch of dew, they just cut right into the grass. So if you're chili dipping, dude, you're going to hit the ball like an inch. So what you have to do is go with the 9 or a PW or a G, a gapper. Yeah. I was using the wrong club, honestly, is what I want to blame it on. Yeah,
3: I agree. Now, when we come back, I want to know, what was I right about? What was I spot on? Ray told me I was spot on. But save it for the pod, and he's going to tell me right after this break. At Bed
0: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at pet 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800
4: gambler this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
1: bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey i do too Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I got your spot on. And I left the paper in the other room, so I'm going to have to go off the dome. How do you still not know? I know what it is. Okay. Chet Holmgren is going to win Rookie of the Year, hands down. Yeah. And, and the reason you guys care if you're listening right now and whatever what are you driving? You driving a truck or something? You driving a tractor? You on the tugboat? You at church tree going to your lawyer case? I forgot my briefcase, damn it. Um listen, here's the thing deal, boys. Lunch was right all along with this deal. Chet is going to win it and he's three times your money. So they had their first game. Are you familiar with it? Yeah,
3: they play well, I mean it's preseason.
2: I know, but there's still a lot to be told from it. Yeah. And I looked at there's nobody even close. The top three, Scoot, dude in Blazerville, up in their tents, yeah. Portland. So you got Scoot, you got Chet in OKC, and then you got Wimbenaya in San Antonio. Oh, dude, Riverwell. the other night, Wimbenaya, his
3: his highlights were off the charts. I get it. He it's, was the up and under, and then he freaking bumped Chet Holger into the ground. So what? And then he flexed on him. I mean, he looked awesome. Sidestep, like coming off three, going the wrong direction, he was balling out. But
2: the Spurs will rest him too much. So that's what I love about that inside info that you gave us. Scoot just isn't going to score enough. He had like six points. All these guys played about the same minutes. Scoot, I mean, assists, meh, rebounds, Blant. Chet rebounds off the chart. I think he got nine rebounds. He had 21 points. He's not really an assist guy, which kind of scares me. But Wimbenaya, he was in the 20 range. He had a maybe four assists. I, Chet is going to win your rookie of the year And it's three times your money You just got to bet it ahead of time Because a month into the season The line's going to be huge favorite to Chet You look at the roster They got Gigi Aldris, Dort They're good You okay, got the so he's Jason good. Williams kid They're good But I'm telling you Chet is going to ball in that offense He's finning to cook Give him the Roy now Rookie of the year Just hand it to him Yeah, you were dead right I got to give you props on that Thank you Thank you. I like Scoot, but after that, I told Justin, I said, it's it's already shored up. Hit up. Uh, Chet's winning it. Chet's winning it. Call your bookies. Go to Seaport, wherever you make your bets. Chet. Chet. There you go. I'm
3: glad I am glad I finally convinced you of something. And um, did you watch the Phillies? Your Phillies prediction was looking so good. <laughs> it was until about the eighth inning. And then all of a sudden it fell apart. I mean, that the ending of that game... Was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you were watching it. I saw the highlights. I was watching it live. I was balls deep in bed. Watching it live. And when Acuna gets on third, I'm going, oh, my God, here we go. He's got it. Oh. And Duvall hits that home run. And the announcers were so slow to say, oh, my God, that's gone. I mean, right off the bat, I'm like, oh. And they waited until it was like right at the wall. They're like, oh, it's." And I was like, guys,
2: where were you? But then. Well, I feel like that is some of these announcers aren't calling as many games. We're maybe watching more than them. We know just as well as the announcers if it's going to be gone or not. Home run wise. We know the launch angle. I hear you. Some of these announcers, guys, quit playing pocket pool. Watch the game because you need to call a home run when it's hit off the bat. It
3: was awesome. And then the play to end the game. When Harper is on first, and Castellanos, or whatever, that Castellanos, I don't know how you say his name, hits it to right center. Cost And, I mean, it looks like it's going to be off the wall. There is no chance Harris is getting to that ball. And Harper just takes off because he's thinking, I've got to score from first because I have to tie this game. I cannot rely on one more hit for us to tie the game. And he takes off. He rounds second, and Harris goes up. Crashes into the wall and oh sh- I'm I'm not gonna go tag up. Harper slips trying to run back, and Harris throws it over Albie's. He throws it over uh, who else? There was a missed cutoff man. He missed there? both of them, and it rolls and it's just gonna roll all the way to home plate. But no, Austin Riley is not sleeping. He is doing what he has done probably three hundred times this season. Eat cheeseburgers, and they've never overthrown it but this time he was there for the backup. He gets it going across his body, side arm, flings it to first double
2: play and we got us a series. That's a hell of a recollection 5 days later. It was awesome though, dude. And, and I'm flexible too with my investment firm. Guys, remember when I told you Phillies they were 14 to 1? That was a smart bet then. Now? I almost like Braves. That's stop. 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 I'm dude, what what I've realized with me and Baser and our $30 parlays, back in the day, I'd be all locked in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y- you are entrenched. You got your heels dug in. Baser, we're going Phillies all the way. Guys, after that type of a game, it almost swings to the Braves. That is the beauty of having these online sports books. You could you're not in Vegas making a bet for six months. Change how you feel. Do you feel that's a momentum changing game right there? I would almost push it now to the Braves. They're all about three to one. Phillies moved in. They're not four. So you still have that Phillies 14 to 1. Hell, throw something on the Braves. They're awesome right now. They were awesome from the eighth inning
3: and ninth inning. That's it. Seventh and eighth inning. They didn't really they didn't end defensively in the ninth inning. Here's the thing. The Phillies are still really freaking good. And what I have learned after all these years of watching sports as a fan. When you suffer a devastating loss like that, you think, oh my God, it's over. There's no way the Phillies can rebound. And guess what those players do? They forget it the moment they leave the ballpark and they come back and they win the next day. It's unbelievable how they're able to clear their freaking mind and forget about the heartbreaking loss. Fans live with it and we it consumes us the next day at work. They go to bed, they smooch their wife, they do doggy style, and they go to the ballpark and they're like, hey, you know what?
2: New day, new game. Let's go. But eighth to ninth inning, that starts creeping in those thoughts again. Is a, is a guy going to sleep with my wife? Yeah. Is this team going to score runs late? So I mean, it was awesome. And then the Rangers are just straight on fire. Yeah, the Orioles... They said it's the first time in the history of the world since 1988 that a team has gotten swept after not getting swept an entire year in sports. That's That's crazy. That's nuts. That's just how baseball is. What you guys don't realize, football, I typically, man, if they're smash mouth, it's a team. It's very rare for a top dog NFL team to get beat first round. MLB, that happened like nothing. Goodbye, Orioles. That was cute, all the orange that you guys were wearing. Your fans were great. I did tell you bet them to win the division, which they did. Also,
3: it, it, the Orioles are they're 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 so young. So this is their first taste of the action. They 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 don't know anything. They don't Gunner, know. You, they they weren't supposed to Rashman. be here. Rushman, oh Rushman is good. Adley is so good. Gunner, he's good. Uh who else? Gibson, Creamer. He they they've got a squad. Cream puffer, I but
2: him. I mean now the Astros. I mean, they blew the doors off the Twins yesterday, and these games have been high scoring. What did our investment firm tell you guys? This is going to be a high scoring postseason. There's no pitching. Not one team has two dominant pitchers. Clayton Kershaw showed that in the first oh, inning. God, of the first oh God, Kershaw! he's done. God. That was a good run, man. I remember those cute left-handed throws about five years ago. But wow, this it's, he's done. Oh man, he has. Uh, he's cooked. He he's cooked. Like, <laughs> I I think it's just typical
3: of. What Kershaw does pretty much every year is towards the playoffs. It's just like, ugh.
2: The Dodgers, are they out or are they still in? They're No, they they
3: play the Diamondbacks
2: tonight, man. Dodgers sold. Uh, Orioles obviously sold. Some of these series are ending early, too. Oh, yeah, the Rangers, done. Like, now the Rangers are going to sit and wait. That hurts. It does, but also they kind of got the postseason started. It's really just like you got to just put on a jimmy, strap it up, and just get that first freshman year (laughs) hookup. That's kind of what the the Rangers did. They hooked up. They're just chilling now.
3: Yeah, they hooked up. They hooked up the Rays with a, hey, get out of here. They hooked up with an Orioles, hey, get out of here. They, I mean, they're just going to be sitting around waiting. I mean, Texas versus Houston, ALCS,
2: fantastic. Yeah. That would be fantastic. And then so now, obviously, it's uh, Braves and Phillies and then Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Is it? Yes. Yeah. And, then, and the Dodgers have Lance Lynn going tonight well in the braves they released their pitcher one minute before game time like who the hell's pitching <laughs> what, what difference does it make does it do they it, it's known in traditionalist history for baseball release it as a three days ahead we need to know this isn't nhl hockey they say lower body body injury upper body injury no mlb we want the damn blood type of these pitchers
3: they try to keep it secret Like, oh, you know, we don't know if uh, Deshaun Watson's going to start. Or is it going to be Dorian Thomas, Thompson-Robinson when they play the Ravens? It's going to be a game-time decision. When deep down, they know who they're starting at quarterback. I really honestly believe this. But they don't want to tell the Ravens when that was going down. Guess what? Didn't matter. When Deshaun didn't play, they got their ass whooped. So they could have hit it all they wanted. It didn't matter. The Ravens said, oh, you got this stupid rookie. We're going to kick his ass. In what game? When they played the Ravens a couple weeks ago, they kept it, oh, I don't know, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. When deep down, I'm like, they knew.
2: Right, and also because a team will have a quarterback on the practice squad fake like they're that starting quarterback.
3: Ding. Sort of like this this week. They don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play. Guess what? They signed P.J. Walker, and they said P.J. Walker will probably start if Deshaun doesn't start. Here's my belief. Deshaun's not starting. They already know Deshaun Watson is not starting or else they would not sign P.J. Walker. He's been kind of quiet this year, right, Deshaun? He's had a couple good games. And he, got, he, he got a sh- shoulder injury, and you're playing the Niners. So they rest him one more week instead of
2: playing... The Niners play the Browns? Yes. No, they don't. Yeah. When are the Niners going to lose? Well, if Deshaun Watson
3: is healthy and plays, they could lose this weekend because the, the Browns' defense is really freaking good. All right. But what I'm saying is... I I believe Deshaun Watson's not going to play. So I would – the bet – the Niners are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they, cover, they can cover it if Deshaun Watson plays, but you bet it right now at five-and-a-half because if Deshaun Watson gets ruled out, it's skyrocketing to eight or nine points.
2: It will because a quarterback typically is a three-pointer. Yes. And also, that betting line, what? Is that not a gimme? After the no, Niners no. sodomized the Cowboys – Every idiot in Vegas thinks the Niners are going to win by a touchdown. What an easy betting line. Holy – it's too easy. That's not it. That's not how betting
3: works. Right. That's the problem. It's They're coming – no one is as good as they look, and no one is as bad as they look. So they look unstoppable on Sunday night football against the Cowboys. Biggest game of the year. You don't think there's some kind of emotional letdown for the Niners? After that, like, ah, we beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Everybody's been talking about the Cowboys. So this week – You don't think there's a little bit of an emotional letdown going to Cleveland, like, ah, it's a Sunday noon game, no one's going to be watching. It's a scary one. But I, already five and a half, got the Niners.
2: And also Titans play at like 2 a.m. London time. Can these London games stop or are they going to continue? No, I
3: love the London games. I, lo- I love waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning and football starting.
2: I have my tea and crumpets, Ray.
3: Well, no, because you don't
2: understand. I have kids that wake up at 6.45. But the games blow. The crowd isn't as close. You got people in every jersey on the plane. I mean,
3: look at that. The Niners have already gone up to 6.5.
2: Okay, so that means for sure then that P.J. Walker's a quarterback.
3: That's what they Ray,
2: we need up-to-date information. Well,
3: I'm just saying. They 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 obviously must think that he is not going to play, Deshaun Watson. Now I'm going to go back to this Catnick. Uh, I think Catnick's already going to hook up. And all
2: right, well hold on. Let me do the crime podcast music. We can need a timeline. He said. And hey, what, uh, is this is t- convention talk? Yes. What's the vibe you're getting? Are, oh, is there bitching? Is there pissing? Let me tell you. I did not see
3: any bitching this time. Sherry, bitch. I was
2: shocked. Sherry, no, no, she didn't bitch. She said that she
3: doesn't drink. Yeah, I know. I understand. She didn't bitch. She just asked a question. There was no bitching. There was not a lot of people upset. Comment taken back. But here's uh, Crosby and him, and he's he's flirting with this chick. And she said, oh, yeah. Philip Crosby? No, not Philip Crosby. Sydney? No. Uh, A woman that plays fantasy football. That's not the only thing she fantasized about with balls? I don't know. I made that up. It was a stretch. I'm sorry. And she said, thought this wasn't going to get weird. He said, I always make things weird. It's my thing. She goes, good to know, laughy Face. Like, I mean, there is major flirting going on
2: um, already. I, I've got a DM from a dude. I believe his name was Jason. He said, since we're working on our house, and maybe it's going to be ready by the convention, he said, what are the chances of me pitching a tent in your yard? Oh, you thought about renting out your land? No, it's too far north. Way. Uh, and also, guys, it, did you see what I was doing on the Instagram? I said, this is the Grand Hyatt. I was doing zoomed-in images at night, how it looks. Because we want them to stay at Grand Hyatt, right? You can stay You can stay wherever you want. But also, with the hotel situation, guys, they surround
3: Broadway. This is from Nick Simons. Sizzin in Lunchbox, trying to talk my wife into going to Nashville in January. A shout-out on the pod can show her you want us there. And I said, dude, it would help if you gave us her name. And her name is Jess. Jess, listen to me. This is going to be the best weekend of your life. You think, oh, your husband's crazy. Oh, my God. Why does he want to do this? Did you say husband or wife? Yeah, wife. Uh, Why does he want to go hang out with these crazy ass people? You are going to have so much fun, Jess. Even if you don't listen to the pod, you are going to make friends that you talk about year round. You're going to get in a Snapchat group. You're going to be, hey, I'm going to come to your city and visit you. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to send you flowers on your anniversary. It is going to be awesome. some.
2: Um, I did a tweet, and it's gonna be at Sore Loser's show on our Twitter. Actually, X Pardon, nonetheless. Uh, I said we're looking at upwards of a hundred people coming to Sore Losers convention, just a rough count. And I said, my posse personally was South Beach, Justin, my sister, potentially nephew. Justin's
3: gonna come. My wife. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 12 o'clock central. This Friday, 12 o'clock central.
2: The Dodds. I said, my posse alone is 10 deep. Like this tweet, if you're driving, we need a head count for the Nashville Tourism Commission. Ten people liked it. So there's ten people driving.
3: And here's one from Jesse Calderon. I wanted to go last year but was drugged into a cruise in the Bahamas. That's a crime. This year, I told her uh, it's close and we are going. Already booked at the Grand Hyatt. She was like, we probably won't even see them. She got her ring last year and this year it's my turn to attend CC3. Let's effing go. Jesus from
2: Kentucky in the house. Uh, and one thing you didn't mention is the bowling. There's bowling Saturday morning. Yeah, I forgot
3: about that, dude. Like I said, my computer was dead, so I forgot I didn't have the schedule <sighs> uh, uh. in front of me. So there is an option to go with drinks, mimosas, and bowling on Saturday morning.
2: Nice. I like that. That's a good little addition. Is it uh is it one of those lanes out of town? No, it no, was, it's like, a good lane. Bubble gum in the shoes.
3: No, no, it's good lane.
2: Like, uh, is it a trendy spot? Yeah. Hell yeah.
3: And uh, Stephanie Stopnisky, she goes, you shouldn't be on Facebook when you're at work, but I wouldn't mind a shout-out uh, on the show. So Stephanie Stopp- Stopnisky, she got her shout-out. And we're going to come back, and I'm going to tell you how I got balls put in my face. Dude. I got put in my place.
2: That's Team the, snacks. That's the teases we're giving nowadays. We're selling our souls for listeners. Now, this is it. This is your low. Yeah, oh, it is
3: my low, and you're going to tell me it's my low. And I'll tell you right after this.
1: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Team Snacks,
3: dude. We had our uh, last game of the season this past Saturday. What was that the kids or you? That's my kids. It's the older kid. It's the five-year-old His team, I'm the coach. We've been having a great season. We had that one intense game where the other team told us they were going to kick us in the head, and we were a bunch of babies. It was going great. Well, I went out of town for iHeart Festival, and I had to email the team, and I said, hey, any dads that could just fill in while I'm gone, that would be great. Thumbed from Vegas. And so a couple dads were like, oh, we'll step in. No problem. Don't worry about it. Have fun in Vegas. I'm like, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Want us to look after your wife? And then the next weekend, I was sick, and so I couldn't attend the game again. So I emailed, and the same dads were like, oh, don't worry. We got it. We'll take care of it. I'm like, cool. Thank you, guys. Sorry I'm not feeling well. A little under the weather called this COVID thing. But did they hear it? They'd already heard the show. They don't know. that. They don't listen. They probably don't listen. I don't know. So they did it. So this Saturday, last game of the season, I make my return. And I'm out there, what's up, kids? What up? High five, and everybody's getting excited. We're
2: running around. What are you, Phil Knight <laughs> back for a game.
3: And they come out there and they're like, all right, let's run drills. And they start running drills. And I'm like, no, no, guys, I'm back. I'm back. I- I'm-, I'm here. And then they start lining up. All right, here, you're going to play here. You're going to play here. And I'm like, you're no longer the coach. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey. Like, uh, I'm back. <laughs> and- <laughs> Nick Fangio. And I, I, I'm like, hey, you're good. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate you guys filling in the last couple weeks, but I'm back. And the one dad's like, hey, you don't move from right here. You're the defender. You cannot go up because what if they have a fast break, you have to be here to help our goalie out. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Then, no, no. And he's like, hey, it's okay. If we have more than one coach on the field, right? Like He goes, because we did it last week, and, I mean, it
2: worked really well. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, it only takes a week for things to change. Uh, Learn that in a lot of ways. Uh, uh,
3: uh, 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 uh. And I, in, in my head, I'm just going, is he being serious right now? Like, like if you wanted to coach, there was an option when you signed up to play that said, do you want to coach? You could have put yes. And I had been doing great all season. Sorry, I had, a, you know, one work commitment and one sick commitment that I couldn't make it.
2: And all of a sudden, you're Oh, Okay, uh, um, you got to realize you're one bad research paper, you're one bad presentation at work away from being replaced. Yeah, you're
3: you're, you're you're Wally pipped, dude. You 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 you're out of the lineup for an injury, and you never get back in. And that's exactly what I felt like. Here's the problem: is when you tell a kid, "Oh, you can't," you're the defender. You can't go up. They don't move because they're like worried about getting out of position. And he's trying to position them, and he, he's yelling, "You got to get back by the crease. You got to get back by the crease." Are those two dads dating? No, they are best friends from high school, though. Because they could have just boxed you out. They are best friends from high school. Like They've been boys since they were in high school together, and then they both moved their families here just so they could still be in the same city.
2: Well, they're on the same pitch, too.
3: And so the whole game, it was just kind of awkward that they were out there trying to give instructions, and I was trying to give instructions. And I was giving different instructions than them. I was like, "No, you go up and try to score. It's okay. Like, don't worry." He's like,
2: "No, you need to stay back here. You can't give up a goal. Not even for the podcast." Have, do they? What's their soccer experience? None. Really? Yeah.
3: He told me. He goes, "Oh, dude, you got to get back. You got to get back by the crease. You got." And I was like, "Crease? Are you a hockey guy?" He goes, "Nah, lacrosse, man. I played defender."
2: Okay, that's pretty badass, actually. So that puts him up as a notch.
3: No, no, lacrosse is
2: not soccer. But he played lacrosse in college. I, he didn't say that. He just said, "I played lacrosse." I feel like it's it's a it's a cock top cock type thing. When you get when he in, doesn't even know it's called the penalty box, like he doesn't know the terminology for soccer. Right, but I'm understanding right now. You go to a football practice in high school. The dad with the biggest dick, pretty much, is the dad that played college football, or if he played NFL, that's top dog, top cock. So at this right now, at soccer, if the guy with lacrosse, he's almost top cocking you because you only play, you didn't even play in college. I played intramurals. Uh, he's being lacrosse, and if he played in college, I would almost say that he's top cocking you. So he would be number one, you're number two, and then his best friend's number three.
3: I I definitely got top cocked. Yeah, I I got top cocked because it was very awkward and weird, and it was like, this is strange. If you wanted to coach, you could have coached at the beginning of the season, and then to come in at the very end and act like you're the coach when I return from like, it's a little weird.
2: But also, when you came back, you, dude, you were still sickly. No, no, I, I was... But on... you're not your same self. You're oh, usually I was... sharper and you're more confident. Dude, now, I mean, I'm. it's tough to see your tail, not between your legs.
3: It, it was really tough, man. You've been looking at my ass for No, legs. no, it was tough because I just... Like, when I showed up and my wife sees these guys, she goes, you got to get out there. You got you to gotta tell them, like, get <laughs> off the field. She's having to motivate you? No, and I'm like... <laughs> I said, this is just strange. (laughs) And I literally was like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, fine, whatever. It's the last game of the season. There's no need to cause a big stink. Then it just, it got real ugly at the end. Oh, this isn't even the balls in the face? Well, that felt like balls in the face, but the game's over, right? And I'm like, all right, team, huddle up. Let's do one, two, three, one more time. But then the dad over there is like, Guys, around me, huddle around me. Being
2: funny? Uh Or he was just used to being type A? Dude, you've dropped to a type B after COVID.
3: No. I was just (laughs) stunned at what was going on. The the events that were unfolding, I didn't understand it. And he goes, oh, man, guys, good season, good good season, man. You haven't been in your half the damn games. Dude, kids got a memory like a goldfish. They don't remember you as coach. Dude, they remember me as coach. I have former players stopping by the
2: field coach, to come over there. You're like ha- just recovering from Robotus, and you look half on pills and drugs and you're trying to coach these kids. Dude, they're with the new type A guys, Topcocks. The Topcock, dude. He
3: <laughs> oh. tried to give a post-game speech about the season. Yo, Topcock, you missed the first game because you were too hungover because you it, it, it was your wife's 40th. And now you're gonna to top cock me right here on the last game of the season in front of these kids? Because it was Vegas, right?
2: What was their first miss?
3: Their their first no, my first miss was Vegas. Second one was sick. Yeah, they missed the first game of the season because it was their wife's his wife's fortieth birthday, and the first the Friday night was the pre party, and they were too hung over Saturday to bring the kid to the game, and so Saturday night uh, was the real party. But I, I got top cocked, dude. That is what I'm talking about. I got balls in my face. Pushed out his coach. So awkward. So weird. Yeah. Did your kids say anything? No. They didn't. They, the kids didn't notice. I didn't make a big deal out of it. I didn't want to make a scene, cause a scene. If it would have been game four, then we would have had an issue and we would have had
2: to talk like, hey,
3: man, like.
2: Okay. Do coaches go before in the middle of the field or after the field in the middle of the field? What? I don't know soccer terms. Do well, coaches ever shake each other's hands? Yeah. Yeah. You walk, like, do you, you, the coaches do. Yeah. Did you shake the other coaches' hands? Yes. Who was your lead coach when you guys shook their hands? Me.
3: Those guys were behind me in the line.
2: All right. So, I mean, even though they kind of made some moves like their coach, you were still top cock.
3: No, I I mean. You were like honorary top cock?
2: Yeah, but they were just like, oh, you got to do one-touch passes, one-touch passes. I like
3: that. I'm like, guys, they're five. They don't know how to do a one-touch pass.
2: That's, That's how you play the game nowadays. How quick can you touch it?
3: Touch, touch, touch. No, no, they've been watching too much. Like professional soccer, these are five year olds. They don't know how to one touch pass. They barely know how to tie. They barely know how to walk without falling over. And they got three coaches, three coaches. <laughs> but in in the in the positive news, my younger son, the three year old, his team, the end of the season, we're playing another team, and it's a woman coach. And she comes over. She goes, "Oh, you know, we're not very good." And I said, "Oh, we're a bunch of three year olds too." She goes, "Oh, good. Well, we're sexist." She goes, "But a lot of my kids on the team haven't scored a goal. Do you think you could let each one of them score during the game?" This is where we're at. I I looked at her and I said, I don't think that's gonna happen. I said, It means more to you that got, they score a
2: goal. Got her ego. than those kids. Yep. It's you worried about them scoring a goal. You seeing yourself in them ego. You got her with their own ego. I said, they
3: don't care. They are just out here running around playing tag and having fun. They're not if they score a goal, great. But in two months, they're not gonna be like Damn it! I never scored a goal. I don't want to play soccer again. I hate this sport. No. Go find equality somewhere else, lady. I said, also, how would you like me to do that? Would you like me to move my kids all out of the way and just let you guys just walk down the field and kick it? How weird is it going to look if my kids just stand there? And then... If your kids miss the goal, do we give them another shot or do they only get one shot at it? How do we do this?
2: Yeah, that, that sounds like a kid's birthday party, not a competitive match.
3: I mean, we might as well just line up in midfield and everybody just kick the ball in the goal. All right, what a game. Kick me in the nuts too. <laughs> Let's
2: all do whatever.
3: Yay, cool. So halfway through the game, I was like, oh, did you still want to do that uh, free goal thing? And she goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. I was like, exactly. Thank Told you. you.
2: Lunch, Bobby Bones show.
3: <sighs> That's the soccer recap. We'll be right back.
1: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, Salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Dude, did you watch last night? Hockey is back! It's back. Did I you watch the right side? Hey, of did bed. you watch the banner be raised? In Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights. That that, All right, that concludes our hockey talk.
2: That game was at 10 PM, bro. I know I didn't want I watched the I watched like um eight minutes of it. You gotta watch out for they got some high flying kids right now. Bedard. Oh dude, Bedard, the, he made his debut. Dude, he's eighteen years old. Yeah. That that's the thing. He's fast tracked. You got McKinney at Avalanche. You got Bedard. You got these guys that are gonna don't be Don't know future who the hell McKinney hockey. is. McConner. He's up in the north Oh, Connor McDavid. He's on the
3: Oilers. Mm -hmm. I know that.
2: Uh, Preds, tough start. I was kind of hoping they were going to be undefeated going into the convention. We're
3: 0-1. Yeah, that that, that took a turn. But, hey, you can still get your tickets this Friday to the Preds game with us. Sore Losers Convention. SoreLosers.com. All the details. I can't freaking wait. Uh, But, yeah, my kid, my five-year-old was so pumped yesterday about the Preds playing. He woke up yesterday morning and told my wife, Mama, is today the Preds game? Do the Preds play today, Mom? And so my mom, my wife, the dinner was ready. We had to finish the Preds game, dude. Dude, we, we sat there and dinner was on the table, but we had eight minutes left in the game, and we just sat there and watched it.
2: Dude, I love your kids for that because I did the exact same thing. Baser watching General Hospital. Don't ask me why she still watches it. And it was maybe didn't it start early? 4.30 in the okay, afternoon. so it might have been... Central
3: time. Okay, I was, it was about for me to go to bed, so... I didn't realize it was already started, because my kid later, he was like, Dad, I went to the Preds play, and I was like, let me look. Oh, dude, it's already on. Let's turn it on. Yeah, and she
2: goes, what are you turning... What do you need the remote for? What are you turning it on? Some bed or something? Or what are you trying to watch? Porn? And I go, no. I, it's opening night.
3: Yeah, puck night. Yeah. Puck night. Puck night, puck night, puck drops.
2: Because, I mean, we haven't had hockey on Slap him. shot. In three months. She goes, what the hell are a you doing? A wrister. It's opening night. I thought we had a chance in that one. Yeah, I mean,
3: I have no idea. I, I saw a penalty shot. I I still, I, Can you explain to me why one time it's they go to the penalty box, but then one time they gave him a penalty shot? Don't know Like, that. how do you get a penalty shot? Like, we, why?
2: We can talk about it at the convention when we have our whole section rented out. That's a good point. But...
3: It, but it was entertaining game. Like the third period, which is what we watched, was super entertaining. There was like five or six or seven goals
2: scored in that period alone. The good thing is, there's gonna be some dog shit teams. Your ducks, they're they. I don't give you know what I mean. I don't give a duck. You know, I mean they're the fucking worst. Um, the best, you're looking again at the Bruins, the likes of them. What about the the Vegas team, the Knights, and then middle of the pack, Preds have the chance to surge or to plummet. And if it's Plummet, I don't want to be a part of that. But <laughs> I, if they surge, it's going to be a hell of a season. But I mean, that's the thing. They're the very middle of the pack right now, predicted from Vegas.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it, it was a fun like, – I I watched it, but I, I just know that I can't watch that many ho- – I mean, I can't watch every hockey game. My son is like, Dad, I went to the Preds play again. I'm like, son, relax. We got a lot of games. It's the first game of the season.
2: I think they go – Typically, you make the playoffs and you get 105 points. So what is that? I think you get three points a win. Yeah. Or is that in soccer?
3: I know it's in soccer. I don't know about how I assumed it was hockey, too. Maybe you get two points for a win.
2: And uh, sorry about Inter-Miami. I told you guys at plus 5,000, it was a fucking flyer. Don't even start with me. They missed the playoffs.
3: Oh, yeah, they did.
2: That's because Messi got hurt. Some torn cartilages in a leg. Dude hasn't played in a month.
3: Uh, let's see. Standings for the NHL.
2: Let's see who's in first place. Oh, you get two points for a win. Two points for a win. A tie is one. Or they don't have any ties. No, overtime win. Overtime loss. So two points for any win. It doesn't matter if it's at regulation or overtime. And then you get one point for For an an overtime overtime loss. loss. Yeah. Okay. Because you just went to overtime. That makes sense. So if you get about 105 points is what you're shooting for to make the playoffs. And basically 14 of the teams make the playoffs. A lot of teams make the playoffs in hockey. I didn't realize that.
3: I think it's 16.
2: There you Eight go. in each conference. Yep, even more.
3: Yeah, but I, I mean that—that that was my hockey recap, dude. I, I watched that Bernard guy, Bernard, Bernard. I don't know. He he brought the puck down, and he was going to shoot it, and then he moved the puck this way and shot it under some guy's stick. He got a goal. No, but he shot it.
2: Yeah, that's the thing.
3: Dude. And they were like, oh, that was such an amazing move. And I was like,
2: yeah, it was so amazing. Bedard's the next one, though. Remember Sidney Crosby 18 years ago? He was Eric, said Eric
3: Lindros was supposed to be the next one. He never was, though. He got a lot know. of concussions. I don't
2: know. But, I mean, this is the next guy, this Bedard dude.
3: Yeah, it was fun, man. It was a good time. My son, my two kids were into it. Uh, so we watched the Preds, and then... Uh, they were they started playing hockey right there in the living room. They were like, Dad, let's get our hockey sticks. We're the Preds. Pass it. Pass it. Goal! And then they did just like they do on TV where, you know, they go by the bench and you had to high-five them.
2: Yeah, what about when they score a goal, though? I didn't have the buzzer for them. Uh... Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, ma'am? Um, guys, with our investment firm, we always try to give you the best advice. We told you Las Vegas Aces when they're even money. There's going to be a game. Actually, it's tonight, so you'll be fine. They're, I mean, they're m- minus four hundred now, and it's a quick series. It's best of five. It'll be done faster than you know it started. Kind of like that guy in the golf course. So yeah,
3: he'll be gone before you even know he was there.
2: Our investment firm. We try to give you the best advice. We're telling you right now: NBA season starting soon. Rookie of the year. It is Chet Holmgren. It's three times your money. Now's the time to bet it. When I told you guys Phillies, it was fourteen to one. I can be wrong. Fourteen to one is a flyer. So. That's not me saying the Phillies. I'm saying it's a great investment from our investment firm. Right now, I'm I'm doing a little bit of a pivot, which is fine. And I'm telling you, I think the Braves now are going to win that series. World Series? I don't know. But I think Braves now, I believe it all switched on a dime when Michael Harris went into that right field wall and threw the ball and Harper got thrown out. I don't know. I, I just really do think it's Braves now. The battery? Just talked to a guy. He said he's going to be sucking down beers on Sunday if they make it there.
3: Oh, yeah. So they're going to, is it Saturday? They might play Saturday. What's today?
2: It's going to be best of five, and so whatever So Wednesday,
3: Thursday they play. Then they'll travel day Friday. It'll be Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And just this from Adam Schefter 24 minutes ago. No practice today for Browns QB Deshaun Watson due to his shoulder injury.
2: That nah, doesn't matter, though. Wednesday, Thursday's when it gets serious. Yeah, if he
3: doesn't practice tomorrow, you know. I mean, but that line is already moving, boys. I tried to tell you to get on the Niners. Get on the Niners. That's- and
2: uh, I, I was just talking in the hallway with Kevin. We've had him on here before. The Heisman. Oh, we're back on the Heisman. Here we go. Is going to be determined this week. Okay? Bo Nicks. Yeah, he's a, your top five. And F it. I'll give you the top five with the gambling because it really is what it is. Penix, Pentatonix, we've been telling you about him. He's number one. Caleb's number two. Bo Nix is number three. Throw in the Oklahoma guy, whatever his name Dylan is. Dylan Gabriel. Number four and five. Drake May's back in the conversation. He's ten times your money. So a huge game for North Carolina. They play the U. Drake May throws five touchdowns. I mean, he's back into serious conversation for it. But Bo Nix and Pentatonix are going to bust each other in the nuts. Winner of that one knocks the other one out. Kevin, bet Bo Nix. I don't know. I feel like there's too much firepower. I feel like Pentatonics will be the front runner. Caleb Williams, he plays Notre Dame. If, no- if Notre Dame beats Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams is out. So we could have Bo Nix out, Caleb Williams out, and it's between. We all know Oklahoma's going to trip over their dicks, and Dylan Gabriel's going to be out. So it will be between Drake May and Pentatonics for your Heisman. But right now, there's your top five. Other than that, everybody else pretty much effed themselves. Quinn Ewers, good night. Goodbye. Jaden Daniels, they've lost too much and he looks terrible from LSU. Uh, uh he
3: doesn't look terrible. They just their defense gives up so many freaking points. So many. JJ uh, McCarthy outside looking in, but a shot. Uh, can I talk to you about Big Brother real quick? Yeah, I'm do a they, little behind. Okay, do they just make things up?
2: Who? The producers? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do they make things up? Because they had this thing where two people were eliminated. I won't say what two people. And I feel like they wanted one of those person, people back in, so they made it this thing up where it's zombie week where they can win their way back in the game. They put them back in the house, and it's like, huh, was that planned or was it because that person got evicted? They were like, man, we need to come up with something to try to get that person back in the house, but we don't want to make it obvious that we want that person back in the house, so we'll make up this thing called zombie week where they can resurrect their game. Is that totally made
2: up? Guys, what you the realize- fly? In TV, and live TV. They live- had that Zingbot there last night? Yes. That was actually He was actually funny for the first time in my life. The competitions can be catered however the producers want them to be. If they want a female to win, they do a competition where there's just a little ledge for a guy. Typically, guys have bigger feet. If you have big feet, you're going to fall off. Those are geared to the women. If it's one where there's a lot of bending down, those are geared to the women. If it's a competition where athleticism is involved or somebody that's great on their feet that's going to be the one where you're skating on crap and trying to fill something up if it's a strength one geared toward guys if it's a smart one typically geared toward those ivy league type people producers determine a lot and it's huge in big brother and also with the questioning you're telling me when the people aren't in the diary rooms producers aren't saying hey what do you think about them and then the person thinks huh should i be worried about them the way the producers just asked me that question The producers are going to tell by what they're asking the players, and so then the players become suspicious. I hate to say it, but yes, the zombie week, the competition was totally fake. They just wanted one of the players to be back in the game.
3: And I think the person that came back in the game is not the one they wanted back in the
2: game. Correct. 100%. Yes. But and how unfair is it to let a mother and a son play the entire season with each other and nobody else gets their mother or their son or their brother or their dad. That's totally unfair. It's unfair, but it's also
3: it, it, you- it's awesome it's an awesome twist because they did su- they do such a good job of hiding it. They don't make it obvious. I don't think I would be able to hide it that my mom is in the house.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it was a great twist, but I'm just saying, what an uneven playing field. I mean, typically in an NFL game, it's even. They both have the ball, and they both have offense, defense. You get an extra player? I mean, that's just a tad uneven, if you ask me.
3: It could not be uneven if you voted those people out. They were good at making connections. They were good at protecting themselves. I hear you on
2: that, so that actually does even it back out. They decided to keep it hidden. Yes, which was smart. Which was smart, and so that's that benefited them. Benefited them hugely.
3: Then also, um, what the hell was my next question about Big Brother? Producers, No, why, okay. why is it always a unanimous vote? Why does it, anybody, like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to vote for this. Why does every, and everybody knows when they're getting voted out? They know that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, before they get voted out, like, before the votes are announced, they already know. That they're getting voted out. Back in why? The, back- why Why is there no, like, five to four vote? You have no idea who's going home. The person sitting in the chair is not shocked when they're voted out or not shocked that they didn't get voted out. Every vote is, oh, I knew. Thank you. And then they show how they let the person know beforehand that they're all voting for him. So stupid.
2: Correct. Here at the work, if we were going to fire somebody... That's probably a terrible example. That's but okay. you always want to be on the right side of something. And you want to, everybody says, hey, man, hey, if you say that you're cool with this new policy, everybody's in on this new policy. So you don't want to be the person voting against it. It's just like that. So everybody's like, oh, well, I'm going to vote for that. Okay, but yes, what? I believe in drug tests. Please, and they, they tell the player every time before that they're getting voted out. That's happened since the beginning of Big Brother, but it used to be more of an even vote. Producers probably, they definitely hate that, because on TV, you want it to be four to three, the vote. The votes are all like seven to nothing. And so, you know, Julie Chen Moonves is like, oh, great. Uh, I wonder who, how this vote's going to go. Guys, can we cancel this segment? Uh, we think we know who's going home. But yeah, because of that, that kind of sucks now. They, they figure out, who's going to be the they want to be on the right side of the vote before dude people would throw votes you're just like i want to piss off the house so you'd vote for the other person and then everybody would lose their minds trying to figure out who exactly why, why do we not do that right they should but they're dumbass. god
3: it drives me insane oh i would with be a good. vote of seven to nothing you have been evicted from the house it's like can we not have someone just throw a vote someone create
2: chaos havoc but I the mean, one reason is you want the votes in, the which now it matters for the jury house, so you don't want that person to not vote on you because when you just threw a vote against them. Oh, my God. I it, know. it's it's Dude, it's deeper than you would think.
3: It is so stupid and so annoying, and I hate that they all know when they're going. It's like they're not shocked when they get voted out. It's like, oh, I already knew. Everybody told me beforehand that they were voting for me. And It's like, oh, But I do like it when they go to hug
2: them. They're like, not hugging you. Dude, that's fun. Dude, sometimes in past seasons they'd go to hug them and then knock their hat off. <laughs> Like if you were pissed at a person, this one guy, Howie, Howie, who was all stars, and they're all hugging each other, and this one guy goes, Mike Boogie goes up to hug him, and Howie knocks his hat off and then walks out of the house. What a childish thing, but fucking hilarious. I love it.
3: I love it. You know what else is childish is when you get voted out and then start spilling the beans right when you
2: get voted out. That's stupid. Right, as they're leaving.
3: Yeah, it's like you did nothing the whole time,
2: and then now you're going to act like- But it's just real life. If you got fired from a company, you'd be like, hey, watch out for that guy, dude. He talks bad about you all the time, and then I'm going to get out of here. Later, guys.
3: They're, they're really, you're right. They're, they're going <laughs> to spill the beans because you're, you're going to go out with a blaze of glory. Yep. I get it. it. It was pretty funny. But yes, I love when they, not you, Pipsqueak, or you, not, uh, don't even talk to me. I'll see you in a little bit. I will but, say,
2: producers did great with Big Brother. If you guys are behind, you could literally binge the thing and skip through the competitions because they air 30 minutes of the oh competitions. Oh my God, the competitions take forever. Guys, here's a note to CBS staff. G- do a fast forward button with the competitions. We don't Good need to God. see them unabridged. You know what, you know what drives me nuts? I'll tell you what drives me nuts is they explain the rules. They
3: explain what they have to do. And then they start the competition and they cut to a diary confession with that contestant. It's like, yeah, so I knew I had to look for this word. So I walked along this wall. You know what? We can see what you're doing. We don't need you to give us the play-by-play, because guess what? We're watching you go wall-to-wall
2: to to look for that. Just shut up and play. And the beauty of diary rooms, which is what you just said, is they can tell some of the story of it. That's why Bravo has diary rooms, because (sighs) they're not always filming, so the ladies are able to tell them a narrative and stuff. Big Brother has the cameras rolling 24 hours a day. You never need to have diary rooms. Just show it to us.
3: Yes. It yes, some of it, it the, the time wasting kills me and it's so frustrating.
2: Yeah, but the Big Brother show has moved in the last 20 years it's been on. Guys, you don't need to show the competitions. The votes don't need to be equal. You can change, you can evolve. Let's be And real. we
3: don't need to see them all walking into the vote room like it's just like, "Oh my god, here we go." We waste 12 minutes of them walking down the hall and doing their stupid dance and then they vote and Oh, Miss Julie. Is it required for them to say, Oh, Miss Julie, you look fabulous tonight. Oh, I love your outfit. It's they history. all say it.
2: They all say it. since It's just a history thing. Also, the shout-outs. Like uh-huh. when they get done voting. Right. They used to be strict on it a couple years where they said, After you vote since the mic's hot, you're not allowed to give any shout-outs now. As long as they're still in that room about to go reach for the door, they try to give 10 shout-outs. 10 shout-outs, and half the time you can't hear what they're saying. I'm like,
3: whoever you're giving a shout-out to has no idea you're giving them a shout-out.
2: You should be penalized for that. They should do something. But if you didn't listen to Big Brother, hopefully we made you more interested in it. Yeah. It's actually a decent show.
3: All right. Have a great Wednesday. All right. We got to go. Dude, this convention, I mean, people are going to come. I think people are coming. I saw that Cappy, he's already rolling in. He booked his flight. He screenshotted it.
2: Yep. That's pretty cool. You think we could have too many people at it? No, I... Like, that's an honest-to-God question for Flaja. I think we'll have 50 people. I I don't know if
3: anybody... I, I haven't seen any other confirmed. I haven't seen Miguel Soto say he's in. I haven't seen, you know, him and his lovely wife. You know, I haven't seen anything about that.
2: No, but I'll shut this off, but for Flaja, they didn't give you a max?
0: No, I didn't give you a max. Here, just tell me.